Welcome to the teaching ministry of Bishop Daniel Harley, the resident pastor of Christ Our Hope Cathedral, Peter Mansfield, and overseer of the KZN Council of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley is a son of Bishop Daggy Woodman, the founder and bishop of the United Denominations, originating from the Lighthouse Group of Churches. Bishop Daniel Harley has a strong passion for missions and evangelism and has preached the gospel over many years. Join us now for a life-changing experience. Jesus. Wow, put your hands together for the film stars. Okay, the film stars. Clap for the film stars, please. And lift your hands and let us pray. Lift your hands and let's pray. I want you to pray for yourself that tonight, God himself will speak to you. You will not hear the voice of the pastor. You will not hear the voice of your flesh. You will not hear the voice of the devil. But you will hear the voice of God. You will hear the voice of God. Lift your voice. Just begin to pray the simple prayer right now. Begin to pray the simple prayer right now. Kabato si pakoyala kemo si pokalia tepaso limpo kaliba. Speak to us. Speak to us. Speak to us. Limpakoba si patoka yemo kaibala kemo si pa leko si ketele. Shantula ba kila ba kai lampa papa brando diaba kido ba brindi brindi lampa papa papronti bili brando ba limu kalima kaya baba brando diaba skebalo ba yapa kalaba ba brunti ba skebalo kame supali kaya ba kanda ba 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 brunti bali brando ba. Speak to us, Lord. Speak to us, Lord. In the name of Jesus. 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 If you know the song, lift your hands. Let's all sing it to the Lord. Then sings my soul. Then sings my soul. My Savior God. How great Thou art! How great Thou art! Oh Lord, my God! Oh Lord, my God! When I lost some wonder, Savior 
Father, in the name of Jesus, we declare your greatness when we look at everything around us. Our, our hearts are filled with awe and wonder of your goodness. Tonight, as we come before your holy word, speak to us in a way that will understand. Let your word indeed be a blessing unto us and unto many. In the name of Jesus, I take authority in this atmosphere and I say, let your word have free course in the name of Jesus. I curse the voice of the flesh. I curse the voice of the devil. I curse every distraction that befalls us as your word comes. Let your word have free course. Let it have access into our hearts. Let it go through our ears and let our ears hear and and understand and let our hearts believe lord in the name of jesus we give you praise and glory in jesus mighty name and everybody said amen wonderful you may be seated hallelujah amen great it's good to see everybody and i know that tonight for the short time that we have god will speak to us amen May you be one of the people that God will speak to. I pray that tonight you will silence the voice of your flesh, the voice of the devil, okay? And give attention and heed to the word of God. Amen. Wonderful. I'm continuing on my series. The sound is still nebulous. I'm continuing on my series, Attempt Great Things for God. Amen. And I'm preaching from... Bishop's book, Attempt Great Things for God. All right? Now, these books, I just want to put this out there. These books are just preaching guides. Do you get it? I mean, you, you hear empty and childish people saying that we don't preach from the Bible, but we preach from the books of the prophet. Basically, these books are Bible studies. Do you see? That have been done and have been documented. Another way I can preach to you, because I can put the book away and preach the same thing to you. Do, do you get it? I can put the book away and preach the same thing to you. And then it, you will say that I'm preaching to you from the Bible. But it's the study that has been done from the Bible that has been documented. Are you, are you getting what I'm saying? So it's really childish unspiritual and immature for somebody to say that we are preaching, we are not preaching from the Bible because the, the, these books are written from the Quran, right? I mean, I'm just saying they are written from the, 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 the physics textbook, perhaps. Are, are you coming along? So, if, 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 as a Christian, you must not be gullible. Say gullible. That gullible means people just they say something to you and then just you are just moved by what they say. It sounds fantastic, it sounds poetic, so then you are just they don't preach from the Bible. The verses in the book, I'm sure they are from the Chinese constitution. Is that not so? Uh-huh. So I'm not surprised when people say that because Satan has agents all over the place, sometimes even in the church. Do you get it? He has so many agents, you saw them on the screen. So even there are some, some devils inside the screen. Do, do you get it? Uh -huh. So um, don't allow, we can't stop them from saying that. Do, do you get it? But don't allow them to deceive you. 
you see, and don't be easily deceivable. At this your age, don't be easily deceivable. Do, 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 do you understand? Don't be someone who can be deceived easily. That, oh, they don't preach from the, the book, the, the, the Bible. The verses in, that are, this is like Bible study. I, I, I think that between me and you, don't tell anybody. I prefer that my pastor preaches to me from an established man of God's Bible study than from his Bible study. Because when did I come? Do, do, do you understand? If I were you, I would prefer that my pastor, if you see my pastor, tell him that he should preach to me from a man of God who is established and has done this for many years and raised so many churches, so many pastors. I would prefer that he preaches to me from his Bible study than from him, my pastor, Pastor Daniels, who has not done much anyway from his Bible study because you will know the goodness of something from the fruit. You see, from the fruit of it, you will know. Now, my fruit is just here. I mean, just one or two or three of you. Do you get it? Uh-huh. But his fruit is standing here before you. Do you get it? Uh-huh. He has been able to preach from his Bible study to let me leave England to come to a country like this. Do you get it? To, to do missionary work. His Bible study must be very powerful. I'm telling you. Very powerful. Very detailed. So always be excited. But I know you are excited. It's just that when you go and you meet these type of demon-possessed human beings, agents of the devil, you are not able to boldly correct them that, listen, do you think the scriptures in these books, they are from the Chinese constitution or from the Iraqi national book, if they have one? Are you with me? This was, I wasn't coming to tell you this. I just saw it on your faces, so I needed to clear the air. So I'm preaching from this book, Attempt Great Things for God. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Hey, pastor, you are always fighting. Look, to prosper in life, you have to fight. And incidentally and coincidentally, today I'm preaching on attempt to fight for God. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because I saw you last week, I preached on chapter 6. So when you are from 6, you go to 7. Chapter 6 is attempt to love God. Why loving God is such a great thing. Were you not here? I said loving God is like talking to somebody who doesn't talk back to you. Somebody you can't see. It's a great thing to love such a person. Even the ones we can't see. Who do one or two things at times. It's not easy to love them. How much more the ones we cannot see. Uh-huh. So from there you go to chapter 7. 6 plus 1 is what? 7. So we are at chapter 7. That's all. That's all. <laughs> Attempt to fight for God. Okay? Our foundational scripture for this series can be found in... I feel like I'm shouting, okay? I'm talking normally. Although I'm talking about fighting. I feel like I've started the fight too early. So, get my sound to <laughs> make me look nice. <laughs> then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art, then sings 
chapter 11 verse 32 the bible says they that know they are god they shall be strong and they shall do exploits okay so the bible is telling us that we who know god we should be strong and we, we shall be strong and we will do exploit i said an exploit is a great thing okay man going from earth to the moon is a great thing many of us we have been trying to go to Joburg. we have not been able to go some of you have been trying to go to america you have not been able to go some of you have been trying to go to Ghana. You have not been able to go. Somebody has gone from earth to the moon. It's an exploit. Mildred, happy birthday. It's an exploit. It's a great thing. Do you get it? So an exploit is something great. Hallelujah. And God is expecting us to do great things. Or at least attempt to do great things. Amen. Good. And I'm still shouting. Okay. Good. Or maybe just lower my volume a bit. Just the volume and see. You never know. Sometimes just the volume. Good. Good. It's coming in. It's working. Good. 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 Okay, now sounding more anointed. Good. Aha. Uh-huh. Good, 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 good. Now, Matthew chapter 16, verse number 18 is the piece of scripture we want to read today. I said, attempt to fight for God. Okay, one of the things to attempt is to love God. Another thing to attempt is to fight for God. Now it's getting hollow. To fight for God. So Matthew chapter 6, Jesus is speaking. He says, and I say unto thee, thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Amen. The gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Here, Jesus said he's going to build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Let me read from Bishop Zook. He says, anyone who attempts to build the church of God must be ready for a fight. Building churches is a warfare. Okay? Church growth it's a warfare. To get the church to grow, it's a warfare. It's not a, it's not a child's play. The gates of hell are postured against... I think the sound is okay now. The gates of hell are postured against the building of the church. All types of devils are reve- released against the building of the church. Without the willingness to fight, you cannot build the church of God. It is only when Jesus spoke about building the church that he mentioned the gates of hell. The gates of hell are not mentioned anywhere else in the Bible. This should send alarm bells ringing into the hearts of anyone who wants to build the church. Hallelujah. Without the willingness to fight, you cannot be involved in church building or church growth. Church planting only happens to those who are ready to go to war. Do you want to attempt great things for God? Do you want to attempt to fight for God? 
What a great thing that would be if you would help in fighting to build the church of God. Remember, you will be fighting directly against the gates of hell. Hallelujah. What a profound reading. Even the reading of its sense chills down our spine. The church is quiet because of the reading of these things. Church is not a holiday. Building a church, here the Bible tells us that once Jesus mentioned building the church, he mentioned the enemy of building, which is the gates of hell. And Bishop says that all, like the gates of hell are posted towards the, against the building of the church. All kinds of devils and demons are released when you decide to build a church for God. So to build a church, you must be ready to fight. You and I must be ready to fight. And fighting for God is a great thing. Amen. First Timothy chapter 6 verse 12. The Bible says, fight a good fight of faith. Fight a good fight. Sometimes in the church, you see some people who don't want to fight. They don't like to get dirty. Is that not so? Yeah, but the Bible tells us that fight a good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art called and hast professed good profession before many witnesses. Hallelujah. So the Bible encourages us to fight a good fight. Amen. To fight. Now you can't be involved in church work if you are not ready to fight. At all. Sometimes you meet people, they just want to be nice. They are just, I mean, Mr. Nice Guy. It, it doesn't help with church work. There are times you have to be nice, but there are times you have to fight. If you don't, there are times you have to shout. If you don't shout, the church will spoil. If we don't shout in this church, the church will spoil. Because all kinds of devils are fighting against the church. Do you, do you get it? All kinds of devils are fighting against your center, your basanta. Try and build a choir and see. All kinds of devils will be fighting you. So, when we make ourselves like we there, we just want to be nice. I mean, you know there are some people who are naturally nice, this type of Pastor Melly, um, spa type of guys. I mean, they are naturally nice. They're just nice people speaking French. You see the members speak French. Tout le monde, qu'est-ce que tu fais à la bas? Oh, pardon le moi, mademoiselle. They will all backslide. Yeah? Sometimes you have to say, don't be silly. Yeah? Oh, and, and as they are speaking their French, they play the keyboard. In a, they play some Beethoven to art. Ah, then it's for, because can you imagine somebody's playing Beethoven to them? He said, Pardon le moi, mademoiselle. You, you won't change. Meanwhile, you are fornicating. You will never change. You are busy fornicating. And he's playing a Beethoven for you. That's Beethoven, eh? Which one is Mozart? The famous one. That's Mozart. So he's playing Mozart for even Mozart's own cross sounds a little. I'm sure Mozart was a fighter, not Beethoven. Yeah, I'm sure Mozart was a fighter because when you listen to Mozart, his own is what? This is what Beethoven. see the number of keys they have to play per second. You will know that Mozart is a fighter, but if you play Beethoven for me, what is the Beethoven one that? Uh, ah, uh, which is the one? I just sang it now. That's Mozart. Ah, 
Which one is the Beethoven? I've forgotten it now. No, that's Mozart. Yeah. Panana, panana. That's Beethoven. Very simple. You're playing Beethoven to the people, they are fornicating. Instead of rising up and shouting at them, your choir will collapse. Have left the choir, left the church, and are trying to take choir members, and you are having lunch with them. You are sitting down having lunch with them and taking pictures. The choir will collapse. Yeah. Oh, thank you, thank you, Mozart. The choir will collapse. They have left the church, they are putting the choir members, and you are having lunch with them. A choir will collapse right before your face. Maybe very soon they'll put you yourself and take you away. Yeah. I don't want to fight. I don't want to be that. Uh, Psalm 1. Let me show you an amazing scripture. I saw this. Psalm 149, verse 6. Psalm 149. So, as for me, I'm into worship. I'm into prayer. I'm into, I'm into uh, feed the poor. I'm into. Look. Let the high praises of God be in their mouth. This is what are they doing? They are praising God. Are they not praising God? He said, let the high, not just praises, so the high praises of God. This one that you say, Oh Lord, my God, when I that, that's praises, high praises be in their mouth. And imagine what is in their other hand. It says, and, and a two-edged sword in their hands. The same people, praise and worship leader who's leading the worship, he's holding a sword. Can you imagine if you came to church and the one leading the praise as he's singing, How great thou art? Then he checks his sword, How great thou art. Then sings my, I'm watching you, my Savior God today. How great thou art, how great thou art. You will start to sing. Yeah. Yeah. When he finishes, you say, look, look, it's your father. Yeah, have you watched Star Wars? Yeah. He, he said, let the high praises, so as they are praising God, let them hold their sword also in their hands. Yeah. So I want to be nice. I want to be nice to the black people and nice to the white people. I want to be nice to this person. And now, that's why many of you are struggling. You can't decide where to be and what you should do and fight to be where you should be. Perhaps it's better you go and be there because you are better off. Because Bible says a double-minded person is unstable in all his ways. He will not get even a grain of corn from the Lord. Yeah, it's better you are you have one mind. I'm here or I'm there. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm just warming up. Some of us don't want to get that. Yeah, that's why we don't want to fight. Some of us don't want to get that. But Bible, we are saying attempt to fight for God, which is fight to build the church. Build the church for God. Let me read this scripture to you. Isaiah 9 verse 5. It will surprise you. It's talking of a warrior. A fighter. How he looks like. How it is like. It says, for every battle of the warrior is with confused noise and garments rolled in blood. But this shall be with burning and fuel of fire. A warrior. Oh, you will see small noise. Part of his shirt is torn. 
Yeah, but you just want to wear a white dress, look nice, move in the system. Oh, glory be to God. And with Brazilian hair, car be to God, which was made in China. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Look, you don't want to be involved in church work. Just become a church member. You don't want to be involved in it. It takes fighting to build. Before I come to building of the church, I want to show you seven things you must fight for. This is by the way, it's bonus. So that you can be happy. So that message is not just always hot everywhere. Just one or two to just be around. Fight walk in love. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 4. says, endeavoring to keep the faith. Endeavoring, 4-3, what does it say? Endeavoring to keep the faith in the unity of the spirit, in the bond of peace. Uh-huh. Find it for me, 4-3. Endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. To live in peace, you must endeavor. The word endeavor is, is, is like a fight. It says, this scripture could have read fight to keep the unity of spirit in the bond of peace. It's a fight. To walk in love, to stay married, you must fight. If you are not ready to fight, you see people, beloved, those three months, they say, oh, you see, there's this problem, this, uh, this guy doesn't talk to me when the council, uh, doesn't send me SMS. People have stopped sending SMS. It's only um, people, banks, people who are telemarketers, people that you owe, they send SMS. They start coming. It doesn't send me SMS. It doesn't send a WhatsApp. It doesn't call me. It, yes, we know. We are not saying it's good. But fight to stay. You know, Pastor, I've decided that I'm, I'm stopping the relationship. I'm breaking up with you. You are breaking what? You are with him. Fight. When you see people happily married, it's been after a fight. Yeah, it's been after a fight. We are endeavoring to stay together. And I say, it's not like. No, those of you who like fighting Zulu type of fight. By the time after you are you are starting to fight somebody, that's not what I mean. I'm not talking about a cantankerous and uncontrollable and and an intolerant person. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about fighting a good fight. Fight a good fight of faith. So I'm talking about seven good fights you must fight. One of it is to fight to stay married. Fight for love. Yeah, fight for love. Fight for love. Another day I'll preach this message. It's just bonus, by the way. Number two. Fight to be loyal to the end. Fight to be loyal to the end. First Corinthians 4. Let's read 1 and 2. It says, let every man account of us as ministers of the mysteries of God. Verse 2. Moreover, it is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. He says, when it comes to stewardship, when it comes to leadership, when it comes to being in charge of something, a man must be found faithful. He says, let a man so account of us. It means when people see us and they say, who is normal? The account they should give of you. That's what we are talking. When they say, who is Yvonne? The account they must give to you is what we are talking about. He says, as stewards of the mysteries of God, it is required that a man be found faithful. Yeah. And that's it. Fight to be loyal. It's a fight. In good times, everybody is loyal. Ah, have you seen any disloyal person when times are, bad, times are good? Never. Everybody is fine. Yeah. Everybody is loyal. When you have money, when goods are increased, increase is they that eat it. Have goods, have money, everything is fine. More people come to eat it. But when the goods go away, 
That's where you see those who are with you. Jesus, one day, he was throwing a party. 5,000 people came to church to come and eat. The next day, when the food was finished, he was left with 12 people. Yeah, that's when he knew who his members really were. Only 12. That day, Jesus thought he had a mega church. I'm sure he wrote a book, How to Have a Mega Church. Make Briani for them. Make Pap for them. Make Amakwenya for them. And add some Poloni. The next day, he was left with 12 members. 12 members. When the food got finished, 12 members. Yeah. Yeah, 12 members. Sure. The book was never published. That's why in the Bible. It was at the publishers. But the 12, then they decided it shouldn't come out again. Yeah, because if something works, it must stay for a long time for us to be sure that it's... Yeah. Now today I said this is bonus. Remind me one day when we are in a happy mood, I'll preach to you seven good fights you might. Okay, this is just a bonus bonus attraction to the, the peoples. Fight to attend church regularly. Fight to attend church regularly. You would think it will come naturally. No. Fight. Fight. Some of you coming to church will cost you money. It will cost you money. It's a fight. You can't pick a taxi seven rounds to come to church. Ah, what is your Christianity worth? This message is beginning to look like a message I have to preach it in two parts. Yeah. Hey, what is your Christianity worth? Susie, you can't pick a taxi seven rounds. I'm not saying Susie, I'm talking to you. You can't pick a taxi seven rounds to come to church or 13 rounds to come to church. What is your Christianity worth to you? What is it worth to you? Yeah, meanwhile, you are wearing nails and Brazilian hair. No, you forget about the Chinese one now. What is it worth to you? Fight to come to church. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 25. 24 says, provoking one another in love, in every good thing. 25 says, do not neglect the assembling of your church. Coming to church. Don't neglect it. As the manner of some is means people around you will come to church as, as and when they want, as they feel like, as they as they feel like. They'll come to church as and when they feel like. Small men's period, you won't come to church. Yeah. You won't come to church. Do you know the number of times I've come to church sick? Do you? I have been in my office before when the people who helped me, by the grace of God, I have some helpers. One of them asked me, will you be able to preach today? I said, don't worry, you watch and see. It's like magic, watch and see. Yeah. I'll be there. Suddenly, when I feel some strength, I said, go and tell them I'm ready to preach right now, right now. Then I come, I preach. When I finish preaching, I leave. No, back to breakdown. When you can say, the guy who was preaching, he's sick. Oh, have you had TB before? If you have TB, you understand what I'm saying. Charlie, you are well for 10 minutes, then you are sick for 20 minutes, then you are well for another 7 minutes, then you are, yeah. We prick within the 7 minutes that we are well, then we go back to sick. Yeah, then we continue. Hey, small problem you have, you won't come to church. Small, hey, plus, how much is the fuel? How much is the fuel? How much is the fuel? How big is Peter Marisbeck? How big is Peter Marisbeck? And how big is your car? Sometimes the car is so small, you can't even push it to church. You're talking about fuel. Number three, number three, number three. Or number four, number four. I don't know how many have I given you. Fight to walk in love. Fight to be loyal to the end. Fight to come to church regularly. Fight for eternal life. 
First Timothy 1 verse 6, it says, fight a good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life. Lay hold on eternal life. One of the things you must be fighting for is eternal life. To make it to heaven. Eternal life. That's why we are doing all we are doing for eternal life. And some of us are playing donkey games with eternal life. Yeah. Fight. Not fight for a beloved. See two girls fighting over a brother. No. Fight to get eternal life. That's a foolish fight. A brother you have to fight over him. He's not a good brother for you. That's a foolish fight. Yeah. I mean as nice as I am. My wife has never had to fight. And doesn't come better than this. Yeah, she has, she has not had to fight. So I'm fighting for my position. I, I'm moving, trying to bump this person away and bump this person also away. No. No. She's rather fighting to stay with me. <laughs> but not fighting for her position. So, a brother, you have to fight. You fight over. You have removed somebody's wig in the church after church. You have removed some. I had a sister. She put a gun. She said she will shoot somebody because of a guy. You have removed somebody's wig because of a guy. He's not worth it. Oh, he's not worth it. As they say in Nigeria, he's not worth it. Hmm. Number next one fight to be anointed. Remember how difficult it was for Elijah to be anointed by Elisha? Elisha gave, Elijah gave him a lot of every mistake Elisha makes, Elijah will say hey. Elisha is the most dismissed person in the Bible he makes one mistake you see he has been dismissed the first day Elijah called him that look, come, I'm going to work with you, he said oh, I have a business, let me go and close the workers, the workers are working let me go and tell them to go home and tell them that the business is closed do you get it, it's closed just, I mean, I can't just disappear. So let me go and tell them that the business is closed. Because I was at my somewhere and you took your, your jacket, you threw it at me. No problem. Uh, before I give the jacket back to you or any, let me just go and close my, my armor workers and shut down the computers and turn off the internet. I, 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 Elijah said, Go, don't come again. Go. You are sacked. <laughs> But he got the anointing. It's a fight. People discourage him. But he fought to the end. For you to be anointed, you have to fight for it and fight to the end. Yeah. Fight to the end. Let's go on. Fight to build a house. Fight to build a house. Building is one of the most difficult things to do. If you see somebody who has built, it's somebody who will prosper. Not somebody who has bought her. Somebody who has built. But building is a fight. Now, 4, 17 and 18. They which builded on the wall. And they that bear burdens. With those that laid it. Everyone with one hand wrought the work. And with another hand held a weapon. For the builders, everyone had a sword. His sword gathered on his side. So builded. 
And he that sounded the trumpet was by me. Can you imagine that building and some are holding guns and knives? It tells you that building is a fight. That's why many people don't have buildings. Yeah, those of you even buy buildings. It, it, it's a fight to pay for. You see, people buy buildings, they'll be there, they'll never finish paying, they come and repossess the, the building from them. May it never happen to you. Yeah, fight. And number nine, last one for this bonus. This is for Mildred's birthday bonus. Fight to fulfill your ministry. Fight to fulfill your ministry. Second Timothy 4, 7 says, I have fought a good fight. That's Paul speaking. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. To finish your course is to fulfill your ministry. To fulfill your ministry is your purpose for which God put you on this earth. It takes a fight to fulfill it. Yeah. It takes a fight. Yeah. It takes a fight. Without a fight, a guy will come from UKZ10 with hair on his chest and you will sacrifice your ministry for it. Yeah. Hmm? A bearded guy from Deban and you sacrifice your ministry. It's a fight. Offense. Offense will come and you give up your ministry. This church, even when you go every Tuesday, they'll offend you. So I'll go on Sunday because Sundays the messages are not offensive. Look, Tuesday services are for people who want to fulfill their ministries. Yeah. It's a fight. Even it's a fight to recover from a mistake. Yeah. Bible says in James chapter 3 verse 2, in all things we offend or means we always make mistakes. But it's a fight. Many people are not ready to put in the fight to recover. So they lie down their mistake and they blame everybody for it. Instead of fighting to recover so that you can fulfill your ministry. Yeah. It's fighting to recover. When you, when you, to recover, the first person you fight is yourself. Because your pride will not let you admit that you were wrong. Yeah. It won't let you admit that you were You may say, I mean like Colossally that, oh, I was wrong. Do, do, you get, do you understand? Like a blanket statement. That, oh, I was wrong. I'm sorry, I was wrong. But I'm sorry, I was wrong. It just opens the door. Then we now start to the road to recovery. Many people don't want to go on the road. That's why the prodigal said, he came and said, Father, I've seen the sight of God. I was there. He, he came back to make up. Yeah, he could have said, oh, I'm wrong, but let me just stay where I am. I will just survive. And be there. No, he came back. Do you, do you think the journey from a far... The Bible says he took his journey and went to a far country. Do you think the distance from where he was... Do you get it? To Finvaba, to where his father was, it was a short journey. No! Do you know the number of things that were on the way that could have let him change his mind? But he pressed Pressed through. It's not easy to regard. Now, the main fight, because I've talked about good fights. Now I'm talking about a great fight. <laughs> That's why I'm talking about this. A good fight is good, but it's not a great fight. Because all these fights, they are for yourself. And Isaiah 45, verse 5, God advises, seek it thou a, good, a great thing for yourself, seek it not. Now, what is a great thing for God? Which is a fight to build the church of God. Yeah, a fight. 
To build a church of God. To build the church of God is a fight. Without a willingness to fight and to press on and to fight the enemies of the church. You can never build a church. You can never be part of building a church. Yeah, you can't. Because all devils are released against the church. That's the only place in the Bible, Matthew 16, 18, that Jesus mentioned the gates of hell. It's not repeated anywhere again in the Bible. It says, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail again. So as soon as you start to build a church, the gates will rise against it. Rise against as the church is advancing, is moving. The gates of hell rise against this church. As we are advancing, the gates of hell have risen against us. Yeah, without a doubt, this church was coasting forward two years ago, last early last year. Yeah, it was coasting and cruise, it was in cruise control. Yeah, cruise control, cruise control. But the gates of hell have risen against it. Which is normal for a church. Normal for a church. Now, today I want to show you two types of enemies. Then I close. If I don't finish, we'll come next week, God willing, if Jesus has not come. Two types of enemies you fight as you build a church. Enemies without and enemies within. Let me straighten my head. And attempt to fight for God. How many of you are ready to fight to build a church? Yeah. You f- will fight two types of enemies. Enemies without. And enemies within. Okay? Without means enemies who are outside the church. Within means enemies who are in the church. Acts. Acts chapter 20. Paul was building the church. And he called his leaders. I'm reading from 17. He called his leaders to Miletus. So I read. It says, and from Miletus he sent to Ephesus and called elders of the church. And when they come to him, he said unto them, Ye know from the first day that I came to into Asia. After what manner I have been with you at all seasons, serving the Lord with all humility of mind and with many tears and temptations which befell me by lying in wait of the Jews. I have back nothing that was profitable unto you, but I have showed you and I have taught you publicly from house to house testifying both of the Jews and also of the Greek repentance towards God and faith towards our Lord Jesus Christ. And now behold, I go bound in the spirit into Jerusalem, not knowing the things that shall befall me there, save that the Holy Spirit, the Holy Ghost witnesses in all, in every city, saying that bond and affliction Saying that bonds and afflictions abide in me. But none of these things move me. He's talking about the things he has done. Neither count I my life dear unto myself. So that I might finish my course with joy. And the ministry which I have received. The Lord Jesus. To testify of the gospel of the grace of God. And now behold I know that ye all. 
among whom I have gone preaching the kingdom of God shall see my face no more. Wherefore, I take you to record this day that I have, that I am pure from the blood of all men. For I have not shown to declare unto you all the counsel of God. This is the piece of the place you are looking for. He said, take heed therefore unto yourselves and unto all the flock over the which the Holy Ghost has made you overseers to feed the church of God which he has purchased with his own blood. For I know this, that after my departing shall grievous, grievous wolves enter in amongst you, not sparing the flock. Also of my own selves shall men arise, speaking perverse things to draw away disciples after them. Therefore, watch and remember that by the space of three years, I cease not to warn everyone night and day with tears. Paul says, be careful. You have seen the work that I have done amongst you all this time that I've been with you. But be careful. Because grievous wolves, you see, wolves are already dangerous. You get it? When it comes to sheep, wolves are already dangerous to them. Jonah, wake up. Okay. Please. It's too early. Wolves are already dangerous. John chapter 10, the Bible says that the highly seared the wolf cometh. And he ran it away. The highly know. He runs away because the sheep don't belong to him. The sheep are not his. So when the wolf is coming, the highland runs away. How much more when the wolf is grievous? And angry. But it says, grievous wolves shall come. And they won't spare the flock. They will not spare the flock. These are people from outside. People who are no more in the church or are not in the church. They will rise up against the church. And these things look like things in the Bible. Until recently, we see it practically before our eyes. Practically. Yeah. I pity those of you who are still friends and moving around with them like nothing is wrong. I pity. I pity you. I pity you. I shudder for you. Yeah. I shudder for you. May you not be collateral damage. Yeah. You know what collateral damage is? You see, when they go to war, sometimes they are bombing things. Do you see? Then they will, as the bomb is supposed to hit the World Trade Center, then it will heal, hit the Emperor State Building also. But the Emperor State Building was not the target. Yeah. I pity you. You are sitting in the church and people are fighting against the church openly and publicly. And you find it comfortable to sit down and have lunch with them, to go around town with them, and to just have a jolly time with the people who are fighting the thing you say you belong to. Explain to me in simple English for me to understand the purpose of it. Explain to me. Unless you don't care about the church. Whether the church collapses or it works. Unless you don't care. That's why you can comfortably even take the food and put it in your mouth. You are not afraid that it will choke you. It's sad. Very sad. 
people from without. And you have them. It says, writing perverse things. Please put it there, verse 30. Why are you afraid of verse 30? Speaking perverse things. Things that are perverse. Speaking with such perversity. Yeah. Such perversity. You are cool. You are just uh, cool. Church members, you surprise me very much. Speak, and the intention is to draw disciples after them. Draw disciples These are the, the gate, when the Bible says the gates of hell, this is what the Bible is referring to. This is what the Bible is referring to. Paul said, what, what version do you have? You seem to have an interesting version. Message Bible, it says what? Yeah, read it in Chinese for us, then we can go. I know that as soon as I'm gone, yeah. vicious wolves are going to show up and rip into this flock. Mm-hmm. Men from your very own ranks, twisting words, mm-hmm. so as to seduce disciples into following them instead of Jesus. I think we should leave there. Ne? It's too rough there. Let's come to enemies. Within, because these people they are without. I only warn you about them. Are you ready to come with it? Or we should come next week? Are you sure? Connie, should I go? Uh, let's go. Thank you, Connie. I took permission. Please, when you go, remember I took permission from Connie. The second group are people who are within. Enemies who are within. Enemies who are within. People who are inside but are against you. We call them the fifth column. Please, where is it in the book? Page what? 92. There it is. Can I read? It's powerful when you read it. Very early in the ministry, Bishop is talking about the fifth column. I realized that the devil... Is an expert at destroying the church from within. Not from without. Within. So if you didn't know anything, without means outside. Within means inside. Okay. That's English. When you talk to your teacher, you want to confuse your teacher. So, uh, we were within and then we were without. Do you see? So that <laughs> you can shake him a little. It's not every day. It's outside and inside. Everybody say outside and inside. You to show a little that your pastor is Pastor Daniels and say within and without. Tell her within and without. Let's go forward. We are within. We are within. We will soon be without. I can't see what's in the book. Today I did an eye test. They told me my right eye is working well. My left eye, eye corner. So let me close the left eye. Use only the right one to read. If you are a good minister, called of God, and doing the right things, the devil will have very little opportunity to fight against you from doubt. So this preaching, the, the part that I, is trying to do the right thing so that the people who are without cannot destroy us who are within. How many of you understand it? 
Yeah, maybe you thought it was just that. Maybe you innocently were, was just, you were just innocently moving with these people, not knowing what is foot. A foot means what is a stake. What means? Now you know what it means. Clap for this. Like Jesus said, John 14, 30. The prince of this world cometh, and he findeth nothing in me. You will realize that Satan often does not have occasion or a reason or anything, okay, to launch a deadly, a deadly attacks against you from outside. Jesus was saying that though the enemy is coming after me, he did have any grounds to destroy me. There are many anointed preachers in the same category. Satan has no basis for which to overcome them. So he has to use someone from within. In the case of Jesus, it was a traitor, Judas, whom Satan used. I go on. I recall reading a story of, the, of an army general who surrounded a large city with the aim of conquering it. This city was heavily fortified with a high and imposing wall and gate. The army general surrounded the city in readiness to attack. One of the general came along and asked him, Sir, how do you think you are going to overcome the defense of this city? No one in recent history has been able to conquer this great city. The army general smiled and said, it is my faith column. It's my faith column. I am depending on them to do the trick. The great friend, the general's friend was very interested and asked, what is this faith column? I thought you only had four columns. The army general replied, I have a faith column. Oh, I see. Is it a special commando unit or are they bomb paratroopers? The man asked. The general laughed. No, it is none of these. My faith column consists of one, my spies, my agents, my friends, and my supporters who are with, already within the city. He said, the way I am going to destroy this city is to use my spies, my friends, my agents, and my supporters who are already inside the city. He said, that's how I'm going to destroy this city. I'm going to use my spies who are already in the city. Some of you are spies, but you don't know. You don't know that you are doing spying job. Because they ask you, oh, what's going on in Tamaris? They say, oh, nothing much. Pastor Daniel is just shouting over the place. Then they get the information from you. Oh, the other day, Pastor Daniel has traveled to Ghana. What has it got to do with them when they have left the church? Where Pastor Daniel is, what has it got to do with them? When they are no longer part of us. You are part of us. That's why I tell you I'm traveling. But when they are long, no longer part, what has it got to do with them? Oh, what's going on? What's going on? They had a group like that. What's going on? Where they criticize the pastor every day after church. Yeah. The group has been in existence for two years. Yeah. One year before the diabolic occurrence. Yeah. One full year. 
before the diabolic occurrence. Yeah. <laughs> Spice or spices, as Tyler said. Should I go on? Connie? Okay. Spies, agents, friends. Within the city. You just wait. They will open the big gates from within. And my armies will rush in. They will open from within. And my armies will rush in from without. This is the only way the, the enemy can destroy a successful and powerful ministry that is doing all the things, the right things. It has come from within. The fifth column comprises of disloyal. Now listen, what, what does he mean by spies, agents, supporters, and friends? Listen to the list. It's a very wild list. It says, the fifth column comprises of disloyal, double-faced. These people who have two faces, they smile here, then they smile there. They smile here, then they smile there. Double-faced. Double-tanked. Double-what? A tongue that says two things. You come and say, Bishop, we love you. Dear Bishop, just to us, your effort has seen by us, and we are just saying that. Just saying that, and we love you. We love. Then you go home. You, you start. Foolish. What is this church? What is this church? How many times will they change the color of the church? And what, what's the color, next color, that they will put in the church? How many times have we changed the color of the church? And you hear a little boy saying that. And the question you ask yourself is, where does this little boy conceive such an idea? Where? You, some of when you talk at you think your children don't hear you. They hear you. And they mimic your behavior. Yeah. They mimic your behavior. They see that your heart has changed. You have become some way. You have become, criticize the church. You, 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 the church has become your enemy. So they take up the church also as their enemy. But after they are done with the church, Guess who they will take up? You. You don't know. Yeah. Because the church represents an authority. When that authority is taken away, they have learned how to rebel against authority. So they will now rebel against God. Now they take you on. Yeah. You think the children don't see? They see. They feel. They feel that your attitude has changed. Your attitude towards church has changed. Everything has changed. So they can see, they can hear the things you say. Sometimes you hear some of them, you see, and children can't pretend. So they will say the thing before they know what they are saying. Yeah. Say the thing before they know what they are saying. But they have said it. Yeah. The church, it was mustard, now it's white. What's the next color that is going to come? Every normal church is white. Okay. Let me tell you. White gives space. Even your room, if you paint it white, it will suddenly become bigger. It makes it brighter. When we take pictures, the building looks very nice, but the pictures look very dark. Children, oh, what, what has the color of the church got to do with a nine-year-old or an eight-year-old? Somebody has to feed the, the child with that idea. 
But what you are feeding the child with is the ability and the penchant and the desire to rise against authority. And you are also an authority in their lives. Wait till the day he slaps you. Yeah. Yeah. Make a U-turn quickly. I'm telling you in English. Let's go on. I was talking about two-faced. Eh? Okay, two-faced. Double tongue. They say this here. Then they say this here. They say this here. The ch- and the whole base of church was very powerful. Then you go home or you meet a friend. And say, now I'm even tired of the church. I don't know how to live. You don't know the door. Please. How did you come? You were already without. So, how did you come? It's a fight to build a church. I'm telling you. Let me go on so that I can finish because now I'm hungry. Where is it in the book? I wish I had it on my color screen. It makes it quicker. Good. I'll find it. And discontented people. These are the fit con. People who are sitting in the church and are discontented, disgruntled, unhappy in the church, unhappy and unlucky in the church. Unhappy in the church. Happy with this. I'm not happy with the way the choir sings. I'm not happy with the person who sat by me. I'm not happy. I'm happy in the church. Disgruntled, unsatisfied in the church. These are the these are the people that Satan uses in the church to destroy the church. I, I don't. If you are not happy in the church, look, do yourself a favor. Find a church you'll be happy in, so that you will go to heaven. That's what we are working for, so that we can all get to heaven. Do you get it? I wouldn't want you to be sitting in a church you are not happy in and end up going to hell and destroy your soul. There will be no hard feelings. Look, today I put out something that I'm not afraid of my enemy. What did I say? I'm not afraid of my enemy. I'm not afraid of my enemy, but I'm afraid of my friend who's friends with my enemy. That's the one I'm afraid of. Because that's what my enemy, he's, he has said clearly that he's my enemy. By whichever means that is available to. Whichever media that is available to. But my friend who is pretending to be my friend, yet is a friend to my enemy. That's a friend to me. Yeah. An enemy who is a friend. So he's there pretending. Then there are so many pretenders. As you, as, as you build a church. That's why you must fight. Chairman, that's why it's a fight. Let me read one line. There's a famous line. Please find the place that it says, um, "This loyal people brood." Amen. You just close with that. Find it for me. I read it because time is up. If God gives us grace, we may come to it next week. If not, also, it's been a pleasure. This loyal people breed hatred, bitterness. It's in the same faith column. It's just going forward. You have found the faith column. It's just something. Just after A is B, after B is C. C D E F G H. You have, you have, oh, let me read it. Show me. Just point it to me in English. Uh-huh. Now, these people within, I can't read everything. You have a copy of the book when you go read it. These people, it says, a disloyal person within. Somebody who is disloyal, who is within you. Look at the effect of his work. It says, a disloyal person breeds strive. Strive, which is argument. Argument. Do, 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 do you think Bishop really cares about you? 
the argument. It brings doubt in people's mind. Hey, really? Is it true? Hey, oh, then that it starts to go. You see that he didn't even when it was Mildred's birthday, he said happy birthday, Mildred. But when it was your birthday, he didn't say then like, strive. Strive. Hatred. Yeah. Children who used to love me now have an attitude towards me. Children, not even uh, uh, adults. Children, babes. Look, let me tell you free of charge. I have a natural thing for children. Babies, children. Do you remember um, Zama's child? Look, no, not Zoe, the other Zoe. Ra- Ralph, not the Ralph. Enoch. Do you, look, I can carry Enoch for a long time. Yeah, babies. Yes, even Sunday, Pilar was crying. When I put him on my shoulder, he kept quiet. He had that high temperature. I put him on my shoulder. He just stopped crying. When I was giving him away to Mobile, he said, why are you giving me to this wicked girl? What am I going to do at this wicked girl? Please. I, then he started to cry again. Yeah. Yeah. I had to explain to him, don't worry. I'll come and carry you. When you go home, I'll come and carry you again. Yeah. So when you see a child develop an attitude towards me, the child has been poisoned. And guess who? By who? EFF. Let me, let me just finish here and go home. After church, no meetings. Only Mildred, then we have closed for today. Where is it? How have you erased the thing from the book? Uh-huh. Hatred. Hatred. Look, you should stand here. And, next Sunday, if you like, when I'm preaching, come and stand on the stage and just watch and see the faces. And just watch. Just watch. It's almost like it's about to rain. Yeah. It's about to rain. You see. <sighs> yeah, Pastor T. Oh, when I called you to come and do um, we are thunder, you should have taken a, a peek. You would have seen. You don't know whether it's the makeup or it's the mask. You don't know. What is casting the shadow? You don't know. You, you can't tell Tandeka. You don't know whether it's the makeup or it's the, it's, the, it's the mask that is casting a certain look. It's the work of disloyal people within. From today, may you change. Yeah. I finish it. The third thing is memory. Memory. Memory is undertone speaking. It's like speaking in such a way that you cannot hear. They start to memor. House to house. Memor. Do you see? Do you see this thing? You see that this thing is like this, 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 this like the memory. And usually when it starts, they find a way of finding each other. It's like they create a Wi-Fi hotspot which calls all of them together. Find each other. This book is not for me. To mema. Meaning not told us to mema is to bumbozella or something like that. Bombozella. Yeah, to bombozella. Yeah. People of God, for us to build a church, we have to fight. It's a fight. What I'm preaching, it's a fighting message. Do you know how difficult it is for me to say what I'm saying? It's not an easy thing for me to say. I'm a normally nice person, at least when I'm awake. I'm very nice. I don't know what happens when I'm asleep. But when I'm awake, I'm a very nice person. I mean, it doesn't come better than this. 
very nice person. Even when I'm facing you, I'll make you laugh. That's why I made you laugh. Just to relax your temperature a little because some of you are about to get into the red. You are just at the border of the yellow. You are going to the red. So I have to do something to bring you down. Then I tell you. It's not an easy thing, Fiso, to tell you some of these things. They are hard. But if I'm not hard to tell you, you cannot know and you cannot change. It's a fight. When I finish preaching, some people will be angry at me. Oh yeah, most definitely. Some people will be angry at me. Oh, definitely. Susie, did you know that? Some people will be angry at me at such a message that I'll preach. I will be surprised if the media people have stopped recording me. Yeah. To reduce how much anger will come to me after that. Like, let's say, at least let the people within be angry and let the people without just be okay. Let's save the people who are without. Ah, yeah. But it's a fight to build a church. To build a church. And it's a great thing when you build a church for God. That's why it's important to fight for it. That's why it's important. My prayer is that when, we, when at the end of our lives we will say like Paul, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. Yeah. Put that scripture there. I have fought a good fight. I have finished the race. Yeah. Have you found it? Yeah. May we be able to see at the end of the day that look, I have fought a good fight and a good fight. They, I showed you other good fights, but a great fight is to fight to build the church of God. Because that's where you have the greatest opposition. I mean, marriage. I mean, to fight to marry, the only opposition is Lobola. And finding the right guy or the right this one, the gates of it says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. My prayer for all of us is that we will be able to say this thing at the end of our lives. When we lay on our deathbed, we lay and we are dying, ready to go and meet the Lord. We will say, I have fought a good fight. I have finished the course. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. The next verse, what does it say? Now is stored up for me. Henceforth is laid up for me a crown. Of righteousness, a crown. After you fight a good fight and you finish your course, the next thing you get is a crown. May you get a crown when you get to heaven. Stand to your feet. Let's let's share a word of prayer. Lift your hands and just pray for yourself. Maybe this message concerns you. You are not a fighter. You don't like to fight, Pastor Zos wake up let us fight or else we cannot build the church Melanie wake up let us fight Nomkita wake up let us fight the children's destiny lie in your hands children all our children their destiny lie in your hands wake up and fight to build them up to what God wants them to be to what God wants them to be I have built you up build them up of my life building you up you to use your life to build them up to build them up lift your voice wherever you are just begin to pray right now my god come so pale. pray for mercy wherever you are sometimes the word concerns you but it has not yet occurred to you it has not yet occurred to you pray for mercy wherever you are lord have mercy on me have mercy on me have mercy on me lord have mercy now on me lord forgive me forgive me 
My God, Lord, have mercy now on me. Yatoliko My God, Lempo Kame sopa liko bade kayanto laba yanto lebe sento baleka kayaba kosa Have mercy on us, Lord. Have mercy on us. Help us to fight, to build, to fight, to build a church for you. To fight, to build a church for you. Though the gates of hell are risen against us from without and from within. Help us to fight. Help us to fight. To build. My God. My God. Kame so palo kaba. Ranto la bekanto liandoba. Yatolibasa. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. Yapoliko bate kabada. Kama so palo kaibala. Yanto lobo si palo bala. Plain tobali. Help me Lord. Help me Lord. Yanto kalibala. Kemo si pokayaba. Lepokate sotilia. My God. My God. Payosi pakolaba. Rapanto baleba. Yikolibala. Thank you Lord. Thank you Lord. Father. Lift your hands. Let us pray. Father. Have mercy on us. Where we have served as enemies. Help us to make a U-turn. And help us to fight. To build your church. In the name of Jesus. I pray. Holy Spirit. As we go home and we lay on our beds. Minister to each and every one of us. Minister to us. Repentance. In the name of Jesus. Minister to us. The desire to fight. To build. We give you praise, Lord. We give you glory. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Oh, say a nicer Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. How many of you are blessed you came to church? Wow. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. You are a wonderful congregation. Put your hands together for yourself. Thank you for joining us. We believe you have been blessed by this life-transforming message by Bishop Daniel Harley. For more information, contact us at 204 Peter Kirchhoff Street, Peter Maritzburg, or call 083-773-1605. God richly bless you.